coming off the top of the cage. It is the top of the cage podcast. I am your host, Bill, alongside, as always, Justin Juice Cannon. And Justin, we have arguably one of the greatest female superstars to ever grace the wrestling ring. She is the phenom. She is jazz. Yeah, she was the first person to hold the WWE Women's Championship because um, they changed the WWF to WWE. We had a true um, barrier breaker indie superstar as well, wrestling for 20 years, about to end her career, well, her in-ring career. Awesome guest. Had fun talking with her. Just as much personality as I uh, thought she would, and I love it. I love big personalities. That's why I watch wrestling. So it was awesome having her on. And I can't wait for everyone to listen next. Absolutely. Yeah. She was such a sweetheart. She talked about the retirement tour. We talk about uh, her wrestling school, Dog Pound, Dojo, and so, so much more. And we actually caught her fresh off the Jericho cruise. So we got a little bit into that as well. I know this is a wrestling podcast, but... I love hearing the stuff that's not about wrestling with these superstars too. I think, and I think a lot of people do. I think that's what a big reason pe- people listen to wrestling podcasts that are wrestling fans because the wrestling stuff, they probably know most of that. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, but um, certain things that you can only find out listening, listening here and asking the questions that aren't wrestling related. And that's, you know, that's what it's all about. Before we start this interview, in a previous episode, we talked about the Ring Honor releases, and we did a spotlight of um, many people. We couldn't name them all, and I'm not going to name them all because there's so many, and you can definitely look them up. There's so many great talent, but um, there's one that I definitely want to mention, and um, he he's in the news recently for a bad reason. Um, recently, he broke his leg, which sucks, because this. but this guy is such a good character. I'm sure he'll be still creating content because he's hilarious, and that is Dan Housen. Uh, people know Dan Housen. His characters are so unique. He's very nice. He's very evil. I just went in a deep dive on his YouTube, like his promos and um, last year's last year's PWI top 500. He was like, ah, I heard Dan Housen is uh, number one. And he's like, oh, uh, this John Moxley guy, whoever that is, he's, he's on the cover. That must be a, a mistake, a typo. <laughs> He's like, oh, Dan House at 158. So I am one, I am five, I am eight. The guy in the back was like, no, that's not how it is. And it goes to the beginning. He's like, what is this? John Moxley? He's number one. Dan Houston was told that we were number one. <laughs> Just Dan Houston's a, a joy. Um, I can't wait till he heals up. Speedy recovery him. And also, now that he's a free agent, sign this man. He's such a great character. He can fit anywhere. And you don't need to put a bell on him. You can just have him in these mini little segments backstage. He can be he can be like an hard truth or like a Johnny Swinger and Impact. Just entertaining little like fun segments. And he can wrestle too. Uh yeah, I just want to do a little spotlight for Dan Housen. And that's that's it for me. Yes, and we do wish Dan Housen a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have only really known him from social media, but his social media game is fire. And I know his character work is great. And I love me a good character in wrestling. And without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, 
This is jazz. Uh, we got another interview for you listeners at Top of the Cage. A former NWA women's champion, two-time WWE and WWF women's champion, many other titles across the indie promotion world, the female fighting phenom, the one, the only, Jazz. How you What's doing tonight, up? Jazz? Fantastic, man. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing good. Good. That's what's up. Yeah, life is great, man. We live to see another day. We're batting 100. You've been quite busy. Uh, I know recently, well, not really too recently, but last week you were recently on the Jericho Cruise. So what was that unique fan experience like? Oh, man, that was, it was so nice. I mean, the fans were fantastic. It wasn't like a very overwhelming overload of work or, you know, you got to chill a little bit and, and um, hang out with the fans. The fans were great. My saying is um, I was there to, to mingle and have fun with the fans. So people coming up to me asking to take pictures and all that, it was no big issue to me. So yeah, that was part of the job. That just made my job even easier. Walk around going in and out of the elevators, down the halls, fans want the pictures, autograph, hey, boom, there it is. They're happy, I'm happy, Jericho's happy. Jericho Cruise, baby, yes. It was fun, it, it really was. It was So much food, oh my God. I think I gained about 10 pounds on that cruise. <laughs> what was some of the spread like? Man, oh my God, they had breakfast every morning, which I didn't make that very often. <laughs> I was trying to get my sleep. Um, oh man, you name it, they had, they had Italian uh, from pizza to pastas. They had your, 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 um, like your little Southern comfort food, of like chicken and mashed potatoes, uh, roast beef. Um, oh my God, it, burgers, fries, salads pies, cakes, ice cream. And that was just a buffet. Then they had other restaurants there. I, I, I did a lot of eating. <laughs> also, one thing I saw you do there was uh, I saw on Twitter you post some uh, karaoke. What's, your, what's a go-to karaoke song for jazz? You know what? That was my first time ever, ever, ever doing karaoke. Really? It looked like you're having a blast. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, my job is to show up and show out. So, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, we did a little salt and pepper shoot. A couple of girls I was hanging out with that night, we went in because, you know, they had um, the fans interacting, uh, participating, and then talent participating. So, again, I was like, I think I'm going to do karaoke tonight. So they were like, what song you want to do? I'm like, well, I can't sing. So that's out of the picture. I didn't want to do Cardi B, WAP. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I chose Salt and Pepper. And I figured everyone knew a little bit of Salt and Pepper. So yeah, I had all the ladies come to the front. Sonny Kiss got on the stage and, and twerked for us a little bit. So hey, yeah. We did that. <laughs> it sounds like a blast. It's like um, there's nothing out. It doesn't seem like there's anything like the Jericho Cruise for anything. 
like engaging with your favorite yeah, customers. Yeah, it was, it was great, man. It was great. I mean, having um, wrestling every night, Jericho performing, and, and other numerous of, of, of bands and performing. So it was, it was really nice. And that was my first cruise. So, hell. I've never been on a cruise ship either. Yeah. I've always wondered what I ain't gonna like. lie. It was a little scary at first, you know, looking over the, the balcony and all that damn water. Oh my God. I can swim, but I can't swim. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine just when it's dark at night and you look in the water, I, I'd be pretty scared too. Like, what if I slip? Yeah. <laughs> it was a little intimidating, but I adjusted and made the best of it. It was great. Yeah, I got to do a Q&A with Medusa and Britt Baker. We did a podcast with Jericho. That was pretty cool. They did a Women's Evolution podcast with us. So that was that was once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. That's awesome. I, I actually did see that. I, I haven't listened to it yet, but I definitely plan to mm-hmm. because I love talk to Jericho. Yes. We see that you're actually there. We see the background of Dog Pound uh, Pro Wrestling Academy. We just want to... Um, Talk about the start of that and how you, Rodney, and Thunder Rose are the head trainers, correct? How did it come about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, Rodney and I started this up in 1997. We've been rolling since 97, man. But, you know, with us um, having a career in this business as well, we always had to stop training for a while. And we've had various locations based on us moving so many times. (laughs) We've had it in um, Arkansas. We've had it in we started out in Fort Worth, Texas. We've been to, uh, where else we have it? Uh, Arkansas, Tennessee, mm, man, yeah, Texas, uh, Louisiana. Shit, I forgot where we live, Louisiana. So, yeah, we started this in 1997, and, um, and it's like the more knowledge we gained, it was just give us, you know, the opportunity of, uh, of giving back even more. Because, you know, my career kind of took off pretty fast. Started training in um, 97, 98. Well, no, I I broke into the business in 97 with Junkyard Dog. But we didn't even have a wrestling ring. And uh, so he pretty much just taught us the business side of it, of things. Again, uh, trained with uh, Rod Price and eight months later on ECW and uh, pay-per-view and the rest is history as far as that goes. But yeah, we've always tried to plant our stamp, you know, wherever we've tried to uh, lay our heads. <laughs> so yeah, this is a school that we founded since 1997. And uh, once we got here to um, San Antonio, Texas, we knew this was going to be the final in the last time that we were going to move. And we knew we was going to plant our seeds here. So that's what we did. We opened a school. And then uh, started talking with Thunder Rosa, and she had her uh, Mission Pro thing, all women's division. And we just thought that would be great, you know, to bring women in, more women in, you know, and, and to train the girls. And But luckily for her, and, and she got extremely busy and signed with AEW, and her career just took off. And she's been extremely busy. We never hardly seen her. So she's like, she just want to focus on her career for the time. So... I totally get that because I've been there, done that. So understood that. So yeah. But Ronnie and I were still doing our thing. 
Now we've started our wrestling promotion, Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. And that's taken off extremely well also. So, yeah, we just had our second show um, October the 30th, which was this past Saturday. And it's, it's, it's looking good out here for us. Where do you guys run your shows out of? We run it out of the um, historical Woodlawn Gym here in San Antonio. Um, this is a facility that's been used quite some time over the years for wrestling. It has a lot of history there and, you know, and a lot of, lot of promotions, you know, that, that ran shows out of that venue. But again, it's an open venue. Anybody can book it and run it, you know, so that's why we jumped on it. <laughs> so we're, we're doing good. I say our first show we had about 220 and uh, for the first show with only three weeks of advertising. <laughs> not bad and this second show um this past saturday we had like 300 there so it's it's growing really fast we're just trying to keep the momentum going who are some of the guys or the girls at the top of your card right now uh we have charlie hawks oh. we right. have a, a guy here out of texas alex arsenal he's an up and rising superstar in the making man you're gonna hear his name quite quite often we have some of our students. We have this kid called Soda Pop. You know, he, he, he's going to be a superstar. Let me see, Jax Dane, you know, former NWA champion, tag team champions, world champion. We got him here. Um, we got Khan uh, from uh, Ring of Honor. He's over here working with us. We had, this past week, we had uh, Demos out here with us. So yeah, and the ladies, I got Maddie Rinkowski, one of my students uh, that I um, had hands-on with training. And um, you've probably seen her in AEW a few times in the dark matches. And also Jasmine Allure, she's another one of the young ladies that I had opportunity to help um, <clears throat> train as well. Neither one of those ladies started with me, but most definitely I had some finishing touches of polishing up, up a little bit. So they're, they're my, they're my kids. <laughs> we just got a lot of, man, we got a lot of students just gonna, um, you're gonna be hearing about, man, real soon. Like I said, this is just our second show, but yeah, around our 10th show, these names, you'll be hearing these names quite often all around. We also have this man by the name of Don Holding. He's a 60 year old man and just started wrestling. He used to run his own promotion and he said his dream has always to be a wrestler. And that's what he wanted to do. And yeah, now he's, uh, yeah, he's romping and stomping. That's funny. I've never heard of that before. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and he's living his dream, man. You never tell anyone they're too old or too young, too small or too big or whatever to live their dream. Now, he's not trying to go to WWE. That's not his goal. His, his, he just wanted to wrestle. And he idolizes um, Dusty Rose, so he, he got that elbow thing going in there, and uh, <laughs> yeah, man, we're just having fun. We're just trying to help everybody live out their dream, you know? Sounds like fun, and it sounds great. Yes. If I'm ever in yes. Texas, definitely go check it out. Yeah, San Antonio, um, Texas, baby. Come check us out. Uh, go to the website, Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. Oh, hold on, hold on. There's too many dog pounds here. <laughs> website is Dog Pound Wrestling Dojo. And dog is always with two G's. Always with two G's. Two G's, okay. baby. Yes. So I do have one question about one of the talent names that you said. Um, I've never heard of a name like Soda Pop. What's Soda Pop's gimmick? 
he's kind of a like a just um oh man he 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 just he's kind of he's suave he got swag he um he he um like this weekend he dressed up he had the michael jackson thriller jacket on and the red leather pants you know with with the white boots he he just you know all the little girls love him oh my goodness so he's he's like a little heartthrob that's definitely want to look him up and i definitely will yeah check him, him out. check him out yes <laughs> Now turning uh, back to you, you've had quite the story career. One of the things that really sticks out to me is how long you held the NWA Women's Championship. It was what over nine hundred days. Um, yeah. What was it like holding like a title for a company like that for so long? Man, you know what? Truthfully, and I think I've said this before, I didn't even realize I held it for that long. You know, when you're just busy and traveling and living life and and just doing what you love to do, it doesn't even really seem like a job sometimes. So yeah, that wasn't, a fan brought that up to my attention. <laughs> so it was, it was the people that acknowledged that way before I even thought about it. Yeah, so, you know, just um, something else to add to my legacy, you know, a history making moment, you know, to hold the title with such prestige for that long, you know, to be in that category of the Moolahs, the Ric Flair and stuff, the Harley race, you know, it's just, hey, now my name goes right there in the mix with theirs. So it gets no better than that, right? Very true. I mean, that's quite the illustrious list of names. And I mean, yeah, they're just to name a few. <laughs> I know, just to name a, a few, really. Yeah, a pinch. <laughs> so but those are the names that would stick out the most. Do you have uh, a favorite match from that run? One that you think really defines that three-year uh, title reign? Oh, wow. The match I had with Allie, man, at NWA 73, I think that was, uh, I mean, 70. See, I'm still, I'm still working with the company. We just did 73, right? Yeah, NWA 70. That Allie and I, that was the first time we've actually ever been in a ring together, uh, working together. And her and I really, really um, had good chemistry together. So, yeah, that was probably be my most memorable match of, of holding that title. You, you bring up Allie, who I'm a big fan of. She really broke a big on Impact. And recently you had a run on Impact. Uh, what was yeah. that? Actually, yeah. Russell and Diona. Oh, man. Look, oh, my God. Um, of course, I had announced my retirement. And that damn Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Reached out and was like, Jazz, you can't retire over a podcast. Like, you got to retire on TV. I'm like, Dreamer, I'm fat. I'm old. I'm out of shape. <laughs> I'm crippled. <laughs> He's like, I believe you can handle it. I was like, well, if you got that damn kind of um, trust in me and my ability, then I guess, hell. You know, there's a few people like you can't tell no in this business, too. And Tommy is one of those guys. So I had to go out and, 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 and do what I do. And um, and it was just great being able to tag with Jordan. You know, I'm so grateful for Impact even giving me that opportunity and working with my girl, Gail Kim. Hadn't, hadn't worked with her and seen her in years. So that was great, you know, um, teaming up with Jordan. 
first time ever in the history of my career to ever have a tag team partner and Jordan Grace was the one so that was that was phenomenal that was off the chain Jordan Grace ain't shit to mess with man she, she's a hard-hitting nose-to-nose kind of girl <laughs> yeah. mama pump is what she goes by <laughs> yes and I said all the time she reminded me of myself when I was in my prime you know it's like I believe about about seven years ago still just I, I'm just gonna say seven years ago I don't even have to go back to 10, 12 years ago. Seven years ago, Jordan and I could have probably really tore some shit down together. Was this the first time ever uh, working with her? You didn't work with her? Yes. Never. I've never worked with, with Jordan, ever. No. I remember when Jordan first broke in, I was uh, coming up doing a show in the Indies somewhere up here in Texas, and she was just leaving there from training. I think she was like 15, 14, 15 years old. So I remember, I remember when she first broke in. But yeah, that, that was great, man. And, and wrestling Deanna. Deanna is the real deal, man. Yeah, she's, I put her in the category right there with Charlotte Flair. She's a real champion. She is. She is love so talented. I love everything about her, you know. It's like, she's got it. The, the, the total package. She's right there with Charlotte Flair when you ask me about being a women's champion. Why do you think WWE just didn't see it with her? Well, you know, it's a we never can answer those damn questions, right? It's fair, yeah. Why, why they tell me they didn't have anything for me after I didn't have their belt twice? You know, how, how so? How, I I can't answer that. <laughs> it's just you know, I guess it wasn't meant to be, and you know, and she's doing great. She's she's having a great, great time and great career right there in Impact. But who knows what the future holds? I mean, Deanna's still young. Shit, so you never know. She may end up in WWE. Who knows? She may be in AEW. Never can tell these days, man. Never can tell. <laughs> yeah, her value is definitely going up because yes. everyone's Impact's amazing. Exactly. She's the real deal. I know we were just talking about your retirement tour. Can you say what this is like to be in the midst of your goodbye to in-ring action? It took me a long time to actually allow myself to say those words, you know, but I've been wanting to say it for a long time. I ain't gonna lie. Probably for the last three years, I've been like, my, this, this, my in-ring work is, is about over. It's coming to an end. I kept telling my husband, it's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. <laughs> And he's just didn't, he didn't want to hear it, or I don't believe he, he believed me. But yeah, these knees, man, <laughs> I understand, I under understand the Hulk Hogan's and the in the Stone Colds and, and the Kevin Nash's man. When those knees are bothering you, shit. It's yeah, it's nothing, <laughs> it's nothing you can do about it as far as trying to continue to wrestle. But yeah, but I'm like, it's really. I've had a tremendous 23, 24, 25 years in this business. And it's nothing I would do over again. I've accomplished all that I feel that I could have accomplished even in more. And there's really nothing left for me to do. What's there's left for me to do? And, and um, I just turned 49. So really, there's nothing left for me to do. <laughs> 
I'm not going to be out there trying to continue to um, go out there and work with the talent they have out there now. Only thing I can actually say is um, God bless them. They're lucky that they were, I was, I was before my time. Because God dang it, if these girls was here to 10, 12, 15 years ago, oh yeah. <laughs> We'd have had a lot of more other shit to talk about when it comes to jazz. <laughs> You'd be running yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 you kind of, you know, even before the whole Divas Revolution, I mean, you were you were the ass kicker, you know, you were the muscle. You were yes. you were truly what a lot of these girls kind of even modeling themselves after. So, you know, it's we we can only give you praise for quite the, the in-ring career. <laughs> I, I mean, appreciate it. It, I it appreciate is it is crazy. Yes. Just ahead of my time, guys. And that's all I can say about that. You know, it's but I needed I was in the right place at the right time. I'm not mad about it. Where jazz uh, when jazz came into the picture, that's where jazz needed to be. Because I also feel like if it wasn't for me being in position I was in, we wouldn't probably have the Jordan Grace. We wouldn't have the Deanna Perrazzo's. We wouldn't have the Lufistos. Who else? My, my, what's my girl name? Um, Martinez. Um, you know, it's like I needed to be exactly where God put me. And now, you know, working behind the scenes with NWA and having my own promotion now and and, and, and trying to lead and guide these kids in, in, into the business the right way. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm so content. I'm so content. Um, the only thing left for me to accomplish is, is possibly is the, uh, the Hall of Fame and from WWE. And if it never happens, I'm good with it. The fans, they, they recognize. And, and at the end of the day, that's all that matters to me anyways. Long as the fan recognize, and I'm good with that. I think you'll definitely get the. I think you'll get them to be Hall of Fame rec because you deserve <laughs> it. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, time for uh, the final question tonight. This one's a. We asked this all our guests. This one's a little tough since you're on your goodbye tour, but I still gotta ask it. If you could have a dream match with uh, any wrestler all time. Can be any stipulations, it can be triple threats. There's no rules here. Uh, who would it be with or the group people? And that's the easy question for me. And I've I've been using this name for a while now. The only person that I would go have a knee replacement for, lose about 15 pounds, get back jacked again, and that's to wrestle Charlotte Flair. Okay. That's that's a great answer. That would be uh that'd yeah, be you know, Jazz Jazz gonna always go for the best of the best now. But I, truth, I truly, truly believe that Charlotte and I would have the best freaking chemistry there ever could be in the ring. Because she's a worker, and so am I. Yeah, and you guys got that, that cockiness to it, too. The queen yeah. of Phenom would bring it. Burn house down. I love her pace, her style. It fits right exactly with, with, with my pace and my style. The difference between Charlotte Flair and myself is that what you get to see, the girls are getting more time now on TV. My matches was barely five minutes. <laughs> you know, yeah. like Charlotte's having 20-minute pay-per-view matches and shit. We've never had 20 minute, 20 damn minutes for WWE when I was there. We yeah. may have to have seven. Sunday Night Heat, we would get 10, but that's about it. 
Yeah, I think I think your resume at nineteen triple threat. Um, I think it was only like nine minutes long. I'm like, I'm why is this longer? I, I'm, I'm telling hell, I was there. I know. <laughs> and my style of wrestling, that's why I always had to come running down the ramp, damn near stumping down there and just pouncing. <laughs> It was no time to lock up and do too much of shit. It was straight to business. Yep. No wasted motion. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jazz. Well, we do not want to keep you for much longer. Uh, we just want to say thank you so, so much for joining us here tonight. We really do appreciate it. Um, and we want to give you this time. Uh, if there's any upcoming shows for the promotion, uh, anything in general you want to be promoting, now is your chance. Yes. Um, first of all, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Um, guys, I'm trying to get better with my IG here. You know, I'm old school, so I'm, I'm getting a little bit better. But follow me at phenom underscore jazz. Check out the Dog Pound Dojo website. That's dogpounddojowrestling.com. Dog with two Gs now. Dog with two Gs. Also, um check me out um check out our promotion on twitter go follow us and that's at dpc wrestling go follow 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 guys find us on instagram to follow again i'm still doing my retirement tour so i'm still taking bookings uh for tag matches only um for uh, signings special guest referee but also signings, virtual signings, um, whatever, man. Just just hit me up on Twitter. You know how to find me. Phenom underscore jazz. I just want to ask one last question. Have you been yes. a special guest referee? Is there like a, a greatest match that you've refereed for already? No, I haven't. See, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to ex- have all the experiences that I've never had the chance to be, you know, or have the experience to to um to ever um do here in this business but because everybody always jazz never really had many signings because they always want jazz in the damn ring shit i'm like damn let me dress up and be cute and sit down and sign autographs for a while shit (laughs) now it's your time to do just that damn right i've earned it it's my time All right. And again, we would just like to thank Jazz so much for joining us here tonight. Uh, We do hope she figures out Instagram because she is such a great person. I mean, she just oozes it. You know, it's our first time, you know, we don't really meet in person. We talk on Zoom, but you could just tell right away she was a, a great person, you know, a great mother, wife, as she said, uh, trainer, coach, wrestler. She's great at everything she does, and we truly appreciate her taking her time to join us here tonight. Yeah, she's she's awesome and such a um, busy, remarkable woman. I don't know how she does it. To give us the opportunity to talk to her, uh, we can't be more thankful. So thank you, Jazz. We really do appreciate it, and we appreciate you as a wrestler, what you've given to the fans, because you've been doing it for a while, 20, 20 years, 20-plus 20 years, and you've been killing it in so many different places. I wish we could get more jazz in the ring, but I'm, I'm interested to see what the next uh, chapter of jazz's out of ring career looks like. 
to finish up, I'll plug our socials as usual. Twitter, capital T, capital O, capital T, capital C, underscore, capital P, lowercase O, D. Instagram, T-O-T-C, underscore, pod, all lowercase letters. I've been doing um, reels as much as I can for look for, look for those, interact with those. I do match of the week. Comment your matches of the week. I want to see what other people think. Um, you know, there's a lot of wrestling out there. I can't watch it all. And sadly, I don't have New Japan World, so I want to see some of the good New Japan matches because I do love New Japan. It's just I, I'm broke, and I don't have $10 a month for New Japan World. <laughs> so that means if somebody out there has a New Japan World login that they're willing to give the TOTC pod, let us know. We won't steal your, we won't steal your information. We won't. No, I'm honorable. We're we are honorable men. We are men of honor. That's for sure. And as we come crashing down on this episode of Top of the Cage, we want to say thank you again for listening. Thank you again to Jazz for joining us. And as always, we will catch you next time.